as you are remained standing, let's, let's read the book of Luke chapter 16, verse 19 to 31. You know, I'm all over the place today because I really do not know what God wants to do, but I got a lot to cover today. Amen. I want to speak to two groups of people. I feel the Holy Ghost woke me up and say, I want you to speak to two groups of people. And, you know, uh, how many of you know that, you know, pastor has seen a lot in life through counseling? And, and sometimes, you know, as a pastor, I stand here beseeching you, imploring you, persuading you, you know, especially in the ideas of uh, life itself. You know, because I've heard from people, I've learned through mistakes of my own, and, and I believe that you don't have to learn from your mistakes. You can learn from someone else's mistakes. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm going to talk about the cause of regrets. It's very real. You know, all of us got regrets. Come on, everybody say amen. amen. And, and I, 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 as a pastor, you know, my, my job is really to, to, to persuade you to stay under the, the, you know, dwell in the secret place so that He can protect you. Amen. You know, that, that, that I'm trying to persuade those that are maybe on the fringes that saying that, you know, the will of God is a good place to be. Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, wave your head at me. I said, the will of God is the most perfect place to be. You know, every Sunday, you know, I'm not after your case. I'm, I'm just telling you that, that, that God is a good God. He is for you. Amen. That you can trust Him in His word. Amen. And He's trying to, 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 to say that I'm for you. You know, everything's going to be fading away. Don't put your trust in the temporal. Put me first and I will lead you and I will guide you. Oh, come on everybody. Amen. That's why we sing praises because He is a good God. I don't know about you, but uh, I find myself weeping with the song. Says, I don't need no any more convincing. God is here. Amen. Father, as we read the word today, God, uh, I, I, I pray, I know you are here today. Lord, you are for us. And Father, today, God, that sometimes, God, life can give us a curve. Teach us. Teach us, oh God, to stay faithful. Lord, again, you are looking for a remnant of people in these last days that will be faithful, that will stay true to the word. They that worship you must worship you in spirit and truth. So, Father, help us today. Help us today. Lord, as we meditate upon your goodness, as we remind ourselves, God, that you are here with us, Father. Lord, again, in Jesus' name, and all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 16, verse 19, to all the way to 31. Okay, it goes like this. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desire, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came lick his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off 
and Lazarus in his bosom. And then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, son, remember that in your lifetime you receive your good things. And likewise, Lazarus, evil things. But now he is comforted and you are tormented. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fix. So that those who, would, who want to pass from here to you cannot. Nor can those from there pass to you. And he said, I beg you therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers that he may testify to them lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father, Abraham, but if one goes from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the day. Very sobering story. Amen. You may be seated. Again, you know, there are a few ways to live for God. I believe there are a few ways to live for God. One is the proactive version. You know, and I'm trying to persuade the younger generation here, amen, to live proactively. And then there's another way to live for God. That's the reactive way of living God. That ah, now you're trying to fix things. If you don't fix things, guess what happened? You move on to the next stage, radioactive. Amen. You know, in this particular story, I, I, I just want to caution you about this man has his regrets. Amen. You know, and we're going to talk about regrets a little bit longer. But, but again, two kinds of people that I want to reach out today. Okay, those that are going to make a, a decision in life. That you have not made any mistakes yet. Some people think that, okay, you know what? <laughs> Just do it lah. You know, we think about the consequences later. I'm trying to speak to you that, that, that you don't have to live with the cause of regrets. Amen. Regrets has a penalty and we're going to talk about that. And, and I also want to speak to those people who have made some mistakes. Hello? Y'all never made mistakes before. <laughs> and, 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 and it is not the end. Okay? So, you know, and, and, and again, I, 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 I want to give you tips of, of how to live a proactive manner. And we're going to talk about boundaries. A lot of things that we talk about today. You know, I'm, I'm dealing with a generation that is a very smart generation. You know, most of the time while I'm preaching, you guys are searching the Google and see your oh, pastor whether preaching right or not. <laughs> you know, and, and they will check things out. But, but I have this small window opportunity before I'm going to talk about certain things, about boundaries. I'm going to talk about courtship. I'm going to talk about all this because I realize that, you know what? The parents also need to hear. Because I want the parents to say the same thing. Hello? Hello? And in order for me to have a proactive lifestyle, I have to have boundaries in my life. You know what boundaries are? Simply when to say yes and when to say no. 
Amen. If you don't know how to say yes and you don't know how to say no, you get caught up. And then when you get caught up, you know, guess what happened? You're going to live a life of regrets. Are you all with me here? Wave your hand at me. Amen. That's why we have guidelines. We have, you know what, again, I, I'm going to share certain thoughts with you today that, that, you know, the church has certain guidelines, but your guidelines should be tougher than the church. If you don't have any boundaries in your life, you are in a dangerous position. Amen. Are you with me? I, I'm not here to say that, oh, you keep the bounds, you're going to be safe, or you're going to lose yourself. No, but, but I'm saying that God wants us to live life to the max, abundant living. Come on, wave your hand at me. Amen. But, but you've got to live within the context. You need to be under the shadows of the Almighty, which means I need to submit to His headship. Amen. Are you with me here today? I'm trying to convince a younger generation that, that I'm not unreasonable. I'm not old-fashioned. I'm not a conservative. Come on, please, people. I mean, that's the last thing I want to be. I'm talking to an orange. Amen. I want to help you understand that the way, the Christian way of living is the best way of living. That you can reach your fullest, uh, fullest potential. That the anointing of God will flow right through you. Amen. And, 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 and you, whatever you touch, you bless. Abraham's anointing. Amen. That's what I'm talking about today. Amen. And you struggle with a generation that says, Why? Uh, I don't want to become a Christian because I saw our rules and regulations. No, it's not. It's about the beauty of God's holiness. That we get into this secret place and we find God. We feel His presence every week. Well, you're not excited. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but that song that they sang, that last song, I could feel God's presence. And, and you know what? Let's not get comfortable. Let's not get a little bit too familiar with the presence of God. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, let me help you understand the reason why you felt that anointing is because someone has got to pay a price for this. Amen. Let's talk about the rich man for a moment. The rich man regrets that he did not love others enough to help them out. The rich man regrets that he did not listen to Moses and the prophets. And the rich man regrets that he had no relationship with God. I mean, notice this. Where did he talk to God? And he's in Hades. He talked to Father Abraham. How about his heavenly father? No mention of God at all. This person was religious. Never had a relationship with God. He regrets it. The closest thing that he has is ties. But, 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 but Father Abraham's faith cannot save him. Amen. Are, are you with me here today? You know, he regretted that he didn't listen to Moses. He didn't listen to the prophets. He didn't listen to the man of God that God has placed over your life. You did not listen. You did not listen. The day will come at the end of the time that, that I pray that we don't have to say I regret that I didn't listen to my pastor. I didn't li listen to my, my, my CG leaders, you know. Uh, 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 I didn't listen at all. Let me tell you something. The burden of regret is a big burden to carry. 
So let's talk about regrets a little bit. Regrets is defined as follows. To feel sorry, sad about something previously done and said now appears wrong, mistaken or hurtful to others. You know, another definition is to use a polite expression of grief when making an apology of delivering a piece of bad or unwelcome news. To feel sadness about something or feel a sense of loss and longing for somebody or something that is no longer there. To feel sorry and sad that something has happened. Be sorry for the loss of wish to have again. A short definition of the word regret is an uneasy feeling concerning what has been done. Amen. Regret can lead to symptoms such as anxiety, depression, poor self-esteem, an eroding of self-respect, helplessness, feelings of hopelessness, loss of opportunity, loss of time. You see, there are three common resources that we have. Time, wealth, and health. Everybody say, praise the Lord. <laughs> Come on, wave your hand at me. Okay? When we start out in our career, we have time and we have health. But we don't have wealth. Amen? Then we move on and, 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 and we go to midlife. We realize that we have wealth and we have health. But we have no time because guess what? We are chasing over those things that keep us wealthy. And then, when we go older at the end of our lives, I realize this, we have no wealth, no time, and no health. <laughs> Amen. Life is short. Folks, it was like a twinkling of an eye. Now I'm 52. I thought I was 25. In, in my body, I feel like a 25. But then when I start walking, and I told my wife, you know, walking uh, uh, twice long, I want to exercise something. My, my mom said that, hey, I see your belly again. I, I don't like that. So decided to walk, and I 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 want to just walk. And I started realizing my joints cannot handle it. Start to ache. And, and, and I still continue. I say, it's going to be painful, so I'm going to learn how to just continue to walk. Amen. And, and I realized that, you know what? Life is very short. And I do not want to live my second half of the life of regrets. Hello? And that's why sometimes your parents talk to you. You think that they are a bad record. They tell you, don't do this. Don't do that. And you think, Again, you know why? They don't want you to live in regret. They ask you to study hard. Choose the right course. Be sure of the right course. Because what? You're not going younger anymore. Time is a precious commodity. Amen. Everybody say amen. You know, I, I realized a lot of things and, and I realized that I'd rather lose money than time. Because with time, I can earn money. And all of us got 24 hours. And what you think within the 24 hours will make you, your obedience today can open up tomorrow's blessing. 
Everybody say amen. You see, the fear of future regret can also affect your behavior. We all have regrets. Come on, everybody say amen. And we try to bury it by keep, but it keep coming back to torment us. It's a heavy burden to carry. I say again, it's a heavy burden to carry. We try to push it back, but it comes back and haunt us. You know, October is Halloween, right? Amen. And talk about haunting. You know what? <laughs> Regrets can haunt us. Even though I try to shake it off, even though I try to push it back, but it keeps coming back and back again. And again, uh, 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 regrets can confine us in the past, consume our present, and incapacitate our future. That's why your parents are begging you, listen, you don't have to do this. Come on, when you deal with a relationship, choose wisely. Choose wisely. Amen. You know what I had a brother Ellis told me this. I think he's watching us online today. He said, you know what? It is better for you to not get married than be involved in a bad marriage. Is it? Something like that. Lah. Bad marriage. No marriage is better than a bad marriage. That's why you got to think through. We pray very hard for people because you know what? There is a burden that you will carry for the rest of your life. It's called a burden of regrets. Amen. You know what? I'm, I'm not here saying that God will not forgive you. He will. Thank you for that overwhelming... <laughs> Come on. God will forgive us. Come on, everybody say Amen. However, they don't tell you this when you're making a decision. You are free to make your decision, but you're not free from the consequences of it. And there are times that when you choose, you have to pay for the consequences of it all. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, perhaps some of us have made some bad decisions. Not proud of all my decisions. Some things I wish I have done. Amen. I, yeah, come on, everybody say amen. And our, our, our lives are filled with regret sometimes. Life is filled with many, had I known earlier, I would not do this. If I have known that this person halfway down the road would give up their faith, I would not enter into that covenant relationship with that individual. Amen. That's why you can never, never underestimate this thing called time. Everything's got to be time tested. And you need to know what you're looking for. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. But, but some of you say, say Pastor, what if I make some mistakes? What can I do right now? Well, God still loves you. There is still hope. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You don't have to carry the burden of regret all the days of your life. However, it's a different process. Amen. 
Come on, everybody say, praise the Lord. <laughs> Are you all with me again? Amen. All of us have regrets. How do I deal with that regret? Y'all ready? I'm going to give you 10 steps. This will help you. Maybe some of you are really doing that right now because no point living a life of regret. Amen. You've done it. So let's not make things worse. Number one, take responsibility. Don't live in denial. If you make a mistake, say you make a mistake. Amen. And then not only that, acknowledge it. Grief over that made big snake. Grief, I made a bad choice. Grief, get disappointed, get depressed, go through the whole stage of surrender. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. The scripture goes on to tell us in, in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sin, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He said, when I say confess, it means I agree with you, Father. I agree with you through the word. You are right and I'm wrong. No need to justify. No need to be in denial. Just say it. Lord, you are right. I lived my life in such a way that I did not put you as first. And now I'm suffering for the consequences. I accept that consequences. Give me the grace. To hold on to what is good. Amen. Give me the strength. His grace is sufficient. Then Matthew chapter 5 verse 4 tells us, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Mourn about it. Amen. Feel the pain. It's okay. Because you know what? God wants to comfort us. Don't feel like don't pity yourself. <laughs> Come on, that's a difference. Just say that I made a mistake. I'm wrong. It, you know what? It's very hard for people to admit they are wrong. Amen. Very hard. You know, in fact, I was watching a documentary recently about this influencer, crazy influencer, got no money but can fool the whole rest of the rich people. It's so stupid. I say, how can these people be so blinded? You know why? Because of faith. They all live in denial. They lost $400,000, millions of dollars. And you know why? They don't want to acknowledge they made a mistake. Hello? All because of me and Zi. I like, these people got so much money, can lose 400,000 like that. My goodness, are they so blinded with pride? Witches? And this girl got not even a penny. Going to hotel after hotel, staying in those luxurious hotels, which is one day is $800. And she was so confident and play on their pride. You want to investigate me? You sure you want to investigate me? And God swindled. And then all those people say, you know what? Uh, I think, oh, let it go. Lah, because our face, our names will all be coming out in the newspaper and we look like fools. I'd rather be a fool for today than be a fool for the rest of my life. 
Come on, everybody say amen. Acknowledge that you make a mistake. Acknowledge to your children, I made a mistake. Acknowledge that. Amen. Number two, choose repentance. Amen. Repentance means to change your mind. Amen. Hello? Change your mind. Oh, you know what? I was wrong. I think the best way for us to handle this situation is God's way. Amen. It is through God that leads us to repentance. It's kindness. You got to understand that, that as parents, you're going to repent a lot of times with the firstborn especially. <laughs> Amen. The firstborn is the one that we make a lot of mistakes. Sorry, all firstborn. <laughs> Amen. We, we, our first time being a parent, so we make a lot of mistakes with the firstborn. We work too hard, we work too soft, I don't know. You know, and, 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 and you know what? Repent, say sorry. You don't deserve that. Can you can say it together with me? You don't deserve that. Can you repeat this thing? I was wrong. Don't follow my example. Amen. You know, the Bible says there is a power of this thing called a blameless life. I do not want the accuser of the brethren to accuse me day and night. That's something that we're going to be talking about. So what do you do? Walk in the light. Don't walk in darkness. Walk in the light. And part of walking in the light is exposure to light. You need to show your children you made some mistakes. You're not proud of it and you're here to fix it. Walk into the light. Have the courage. Even it may make them feel uncomfortable. Walk in the light. Because that's where the anointing and the power and the grace of God will be released. Amen. Repent. Turn from darkness into His marvelous light. What needs to change? What decision needs to be changed? Amen. Choose repentance. Everybody say choose repentance. And here comes a very important one. Receive God's forgiveness. Amen. I think this is so important. We are humans. We make mistakes. If God has forgiven you, receive it. Don't, ah, you know what? Some people still earning God's forgiveness. You can never do anything to earn God's forgiveness. Amen. Don't punish yourself. Don't disqualify yourself if grace is given freely. Accept it. Receive grace. Amen. Are you with me? Forgive. Receive God's forgiveness. If you don't receive God's forgiveness, you cannot move on to the next stage, which is forgive yourself. I mean, a lot of battles that I fight is this area of forgiving yourself. If you don't forgive yourself, you equate yourself as God. You got to be careful. You know, the person that I have to deal with constantly is me. Amen. You know, I don't think that I should deserve God's forgiveness, so I punish myself. Amen. How many of you done that before? And because you punish yourself, you will always go around punishing other people. You won't release people so easily because guess who have you have not forgiven you? Amen. We got to be very careful here. 
We got to forgive ourselves. We make some major mistakes. Amen. We got to make it right. We got to forgive ourselves. In fact, there are many times in the mirror, in, a, in my growing up years, I've done some crazy stuff that I'm not proud of it. And I struggle with this thing called forgiveness. I struggle with this thing called shame. Amen. How many of you struggle with shame, especially in the Chinese culture? We shame our children to do better. We shame them saying that you are a mistake. I still remember my mom still calling me Bolo Yong I mean, I'm a devil. I mean, I mean in, in, in their way of trying to provoke us to good works, those words come out. How come they say those things? Very simple, because their parents say that to them. Amen. Amen. They use shame to motivate. Huh? They, they, they will call the teacher. They will expose you. I, uh, you know, when, when, when you take your child to the leaf, I noticed this. I said, oh, very cute. Eh? No lie. Very naughty. Eh? I was like, huh? I mean, come on. Can't you see the good in the child? No lie. This one very naughty. Eh? Always fail exam. <laughs> teacher called me yesterday. Eh? And then the generation suffer that shame. Then the other generation go to the other extreme, to liberal. Don't say anything wrong. Everything is sweet one. This is how perfect. Every time. Now, you find teacher's job very difficult. Why? Not only they have to deal with the child, they have to deal with the parents. Anything that the, 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 the teacher scold, the, the child and is rightfully scolding. The parents will all come and say, Why well, you are breaking my, my, my child's spirit? I said, huh? Like that called check child. The child never do homework and he lied. Like, so he deserves a rebuke, ma. But you are breaking his spirit. I mean, then what kind of life is that? It's neither here, neither there. You got a strawberry generation and one generation is so hard one. We got to find that middle line. Everybody say, Amen. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, wow, from one extreme to now, to combat the other extreme, the other person got to go to the other extreme. Huh? You don't want to study, it's fine. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Huh? You want chocolate? You want Coke? Huh? Just do whatever you want. Don't do homework, it's okay. I do for you. You laugh. But parents do homework for their children there. Do essay for them. Leh. Then the teacher asks, hey, wow, your essay not bad. Huh? Huh? Oh, is it? Okay, thank you. They don't even know what they write in their essay. Leh. I mean, it's so true. Are you with me here? Wave your hand. I mean, I've, I've done some crazy stuff. Brother David, I've done some crazy stuff. Not proud of it. I have to revisit that say, you know what? I mean, like, like have you ever wondered this? Like, you take the cane, cane your child, right? And then I'm saying, don't cry. <laughs> you cry somehow, I cane you. I'm like, dude, punishment was meant to be painful. Don't cry. Then you want the child, poor child. I mean, some of the stuff that I've done, not proud of it. 
shouting at them, losing my temper, belittling them. I'm not proud of it. And I have to live with life of regrets for that. I've closed my child's spirit. I shamed them. I've hurt them. I wounded them. And they will carry it along their lives and I've got to make it right. Amen. I've got to repent. I say that you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, because here's the problem. You know, we are all broken and we need the grace of God. And God comes and restores our homes. God is trying to help us becoming like Christ. Amen. Amen. The way we should show a little bit of grace. We show a little bit of, 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 of mercy. But at the same time, we don't, we don't listen very carefully to pastor here. We don't lower the standard because the standard is not our choosing. Hello? Thank you for that overwhelming response. Amen. The standard is God's standard. Remember this. There was a boundary set by God. One boundary that was broken. And now we got more than 10 commandments. One thing cannot do. And it is so important as, as, as parents, we establish clear boundaries to protect our children. Curfews are important and all parents say, Budgets are important because it's a boundary. You're looking at me real strange. And, uh, see me like I, you know. Uh, 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 don't be surprised after the Sunday, this Sunday, your parents say, let's have a family meeting. Come, gather, gather. Uh, there are some things I, I tell my children very straight until they are 21. There are some things I require of them. Not a suggestion. One of those things is church attendance. Thank you for the overwhelming response. <laughs> Another thing about their girlfriends and boyfriends, I'm tough. You don't kiss my girl's face because you never know you are not the husband. Oh Lord. Everybody, the guys, listen, I want you to listen to very carefully. You go and kiss the girl, right? Okay, kiss, kiss. Then next time you're, then also expect that from your daughters lah. You anyhow touch the girl. Okay lah, other people also can touch your daughters oh. How come there's a different standard with you and your daughters? Remember one thing leh. You're going to be a father one day leh. Respect that individual please leh. Otherwise, you know what we find them doing? Very hard to come to church lah. You know what? Pastor, my daughter is struggling. Be a gentleman can or not. Gentleman means in the house of the Lord. Don't anyhow touch, touch. This is the house of the Lord. Thank you. Amen. Parents, I'm helping you all. You must say amen. Come on. I'm helping you free your child. This is not even my notes. Eh. Hello? You see, Pastor, you old-fashioned. I don't care what you think. I, I believe in the word. The Bible says don't touch a woman suddenly. Because you never know who you are touching. It may not be touching your wife. Leh. And I don't believe in dating. Eh. You, you, you take suka suka, just like one girl, then bosuka change. Ah. Then the girl, heart fragile, some of them first love. Leh. And they are so wounded. Eh. 
And they are so wounded, they can never come to Christ back again. Eh? Because I trusted this individual, especially in the house of the Lord. Eh? I love you all. I really do. You know what? I have no business in your life. Eh? I agree. I can only pastor by permission. But I love you all. That's why I need to talk about this. We're going to talk about the dangers of dating. And I want all the young people and the fathers to hear, the mothers to hear, because I want you to let you know this is what I stand for. Can I say a bit? Can I hear a big amen? amen? It doesn't just work for this generation, it works for every generation. Okay? Everybody say praise God. You know why Pastor wants you? Pastor wants you to live proactively. Uh, uh, come on, everybody say amen. Because I don't want you to live in regrets that you are struggling with your calling, you're struggling with worth, you're struggling with esteem because of the things that you've done. Never mind. You know, there are times when you lead worship and you look around. You know, come on, people. Girls' hearts are fragile, and, and I was a fool before. I'm going to tell you from my mistakes. I'm not perfect. I have to struggle with stuff. Amen. You know what? How many of you believe that the Bible is the best way to live? Thank you. Uh. Hey, raise your hands. Uh. Some of you should just celebrate. Some, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And then, all this is because we have the authority. I love this one. To silence the accuser. You know, there's an accuser that is haunting us day and night. Revelation chapter 12, verse 10 to 11. Then I heard a loud voice saying in the heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down and they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death. Amen. Let me help you understand something. The blood of Jesus is powerful enough you know what, when I read about how we overcome the devil, I thank God that there is the blood of the Lamb. Amen. I say again, I thank God there is the blood that still works today. Because I need the blood every day of my life. Amen. I am not perfect, but the blood is good enough to wash me, to cleanse me. You know, I don't know about you, but, but many of us celebrate the whole idea of being filled with the Holy Ghost. Today, I got a revelation today that I celebrate my baptism. Because it's through baptism that, that is for the remission of sins. Amen. That, that again, I'm so thankful all these sins that I was carrying. Amen. All this burden of regrets can be washed away right away as I'm baptized in Jesus' name. And when I baptize in Jesus' name, I apply the blood of Jesus over my life. And the blood of Jesus is powerful enough. And then when you come before Him, God see you righteousness, peace, and joy. If you have not baptized, you have not been baptized in Jesus' name, I recommend don't wait any longer. I say again, there is power in baptism. And that, that name that is above every other name, you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. It was not a suggestion, but it was a commandment. 
so that I can silence the accuser of the brethren. Ah, last time you did this. Who are you talking about? The old has gone, but the new has come. Who are you talking about? The person died already. Who are you talking about? This is the brand new, not a brand new version. It's absolutely new version. It's not an upgrade. Eh? But the problem with us is that we have a memory that reminds us of our own nature. And sometimes the old nature is the knowledge of good and evil. We want to punish ourselves. We want, uh, cannot be so good one. Uh, 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 grace and mercy cannot be so easy. Uh, 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 maybe the reason why it's not so easy for you is because you are not letting someone off. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> because that's the way you operate and you, you punish yourself. You, 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 you listen to lies. Uh, you, you are not free from the bondage uh, you know, of fear. Amen. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Amen. And every time when I devil reminds me of my future and reminds me of my past, amen, I remind him that he's going to hell. And I'm not following him. I've been redeemed. I've been made free. Amen. That's why I praise him. Amen. As I praise him, chains are broken off. Amen. Amen. I say again, I know what it means to be an addict. I was a smoker. I was, I was struggling with lust. I do know, but I've been set free from the one who came, the Prince of Peace. The great I am has helped me. Amen. Has, has, has done an inner work in my life. Amen. I was the mess of the mess. Amen. But at the same time, I have to struggle with regrets. Amen. And regrets is something that is very real. It will rob me. It will bring my past. And then I remind myself, amen, all the time. Uh, the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over my life. All the dumb things. That, the blood is enough. Amen. And when I'm in the right standing with God, then I can start to take authority as royal priesthood, holy nation, and I start to cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Are you with me here today? We can silence the accuser. And one of the ways to silence the accuser, baptize in Jesus' name, Plead the blood of Jesus. That's why you pray in the name of Jesus. We don't pray in the name of my good works. I pray in the finished work on Calvary. The name of Jesus. I have this name. Amen. My check has this name. Uh, my, 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 my withdrawal check has a name. And that name is Jesus. By His stripes we are healed. Amen. He came to set the captives free. I'm free. So don't ever tell me that I'm not free to worship. I do not want someone to take my liberty. The reason why someone can take your liberty is because you allow them to take your liberty. I remember Brother Stone King said this, nobody can intimidate you unless you allow them to intimidate you. Well, when I heard that, I was saying, man, who has intimidated me? The accuser of the brethren. Every time he will speak to me, he doubts. Every time he's trying to undermine my faith in Christ. Every time he keeps on speaking. That's why I cannot live with God if I don't come on a weekly basis to be recharged again. To be in his presence. Because in his presence there is fullness. There is joy. There is where the spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. Because me attending service can sometimes... Protect me for the whole week. 
from the accuser of the brethren. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Uh, come on here. I'm telling you that, that the battle is real. You know, God is looking back and coming back for the remnant. You know, the word remnant is a select few that is still continuing to be faithful. You know, when I started doing some search of remnants, I realized this, you know, you stop being a remnant if you are not a faithful witness. Wow, wow that shook me. I, I said, God is coming back not for the majority of people, He's coming back for the few. Amen. And, 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 and I want to be careful that, that I want to silence the accuser of the brethren and I want to push forward. I want to pursue after Jesus because the closer that I can get with Jesus, the voice shuts. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Amen. The devil's agenda is for us to live in regret, to stumble in self-pity. Hence, we must use the weapon of the blood of Jesus Christ to silence him. We used to sing the song, I love, it's your blood that cleanses me. Nowadays, the Christian world, we seldom talk about the blood. You know why? Because when you talk about the blood, it don't sell record. It's gruesome. Do you know that Christian record labels, they do not want to, you to talk about the blood because it doesn't sell. They want you to sell a commercialized Jesus, a bless me, annoy me Jesus. But they don't want to talk about a sacrifice. The Bible says, if I be lifted high, I draw all men. It's not about talking about praise and worship. It's talking about, if you talk about the cross, I will draw all men. Tell people how much I love them. How do I show them I love them? I died on a cross for them. It's the blood. The blood talks about a sacrifice. The only reason why I come to give him a sacrifice of praise is because I remember what Jesus has done for me on Calvary. Amen. If it's hard for me to sing, I just remember about the cross. Amen. The cross that humbles me. The great I am put on center stage on the cross. Amen. That should lift my voice. I don't need no music. Jesus is my melody. Jesus is my rhythm. Even though I sound bad, I will make myself an instrument. Amen. I will make myself an instrument of praise. I will make myself an instrument of worship. You are worthy of my obedience. You are worthy of my praise. You are worthy of everything because you bought my salvation with your own precious blood. Are you with me here today? Amen. I say we can win this battle of regrets. Amen. Remind yourself what does the blood means. Remind yourself the story of the Passover. Remind yourself the sinless blood of the Lamb. The Lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth. What does that mean? That means God saw all your weakness, all your failures. And He pleased God to die on the cross for all your failures. Your past, your present, your future. It is finished. That's why you say, Wanna. Sometimes it's too good to be true. Wanna. I saw every little thing to you. All the, all the darkness, all the secret scenes. I saw it. But I say, I choose to die on the cross for you. Now it's time to apply the blood.
Now it's time that you put on the new man in Christ Jesus. Amen. I say again, you walk and we can walk in total freedom. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You're not excited. I'm more excited than you are. Maybe you're putting a mask. I cannot see your face. But I'm telling you, I'm free. You know, freedom is not doing what I want. Freedom is not allowing the power of sin to dominate me any longer. I'm free. I can praise God. Not because of my goodness. I praise God not because of my goodness. I praise God because of His goodness. You know, praise is not about you. Like, every time you think about praise, it's like you. Then you're not praising God. Amen. You know what? I've always realized this. You know, sometimes I go through the motion. You know, Sunday service, you want to make sure everything is okay. You want to look around, see who's here, who's not. You know, and stuff like, God told me this. Hello? Praise me. Hello? Worship me. Who gives you the right to not worship me when we all come together? Amen. And then, the song comes. I don't need no convincing. Wow, that song really move me to bits because I really don't need no convincing what Jesus has done I just need to apply it on a daily basis because you know what folks listen we forget the old nature always control us we're going to talk about that that's why we need boundaries because our old man can come out folks can I tell you something I don't want to spook you out but inside you there are two natures eh? the old and the new eh? Folks, I also would want to shout you at that old nature is not very nice. Like. It's like the incredible hawk. Like. You can only see it if you provoke it. Like. Don't make me angry. You don't like me when I'm angry. Some of you have the green face down here already. You don't even know. You live with your green. Because whoever you feed, whatever you sow, you will reap. Amen. Folks, I have to deal with myself. Like. You know, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. That book was written about himself. The author. There's a Dr. Jekyll and there's a Mr. Hyde in all of us. Who you feed will come out. And I don't trust me sometimes. Hello? Thank you for that. I got to be careful. That's why the Bible says to pray. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. You won't even play that prayer if you don't believe that you are capable of evil. Can, can, can I hear you say, uh, maybe look at your neighbor, brother, no need to shout at them, say, I'm capable of evil. Oh, Lord, help me. You're quiet there. Hello? You're still here, not waking up or not? Hello? And I don't want the worst version of myself to appear to my children. I don't want the worst version of myself to appear to my wife. Amen. I got to keep myself in intact. We're going to talk about that next week. We're going to talk about boundaries. I don't think that I can cover the proactive way of living today. And I'm going to teach you 10 laws of boundaries. Many people don't know. They set boundaries, but they don't understand the 10 laws of boundaries. All this can be found in the, the book Boundaries by Henry Cloud, which I recommend highly that you take this as a reading material because you know what? Everything that is precious needs boundaries. Relationship needs boundaries. I have a boundary. You know, every time when I talk to the opposite gender, I will always have my wife included in the chat. You know what? I've realized something about people. Listen very carefully now. I've interviewed many people that fallen. They never started off, uh, listen very carefully, that I'm going to fall. 
started off wanting to be a Christian. Started off wanting to be a nice fella, Brother Bong. And then that good intention, the devil knows, will lead into something else different. Hello? Hello? Then he will lead them. You know what? Very scary. Eh? You know who falls into adultery the most? Eh? You all know what? Counselors, eh? not pastors. Eh? Counselors. <laughs> you are a pastor. Wallah, eh? You all pray for me. Eh? I see you all like that. Amen. I love my family so much that I got to keep myself under accountability. Because you know what? Every one of us have a blind spot. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, there are times when I remember looking at Rumaya, Brother Ali say, I want to talk to you. And then he take out his glasses, don't know why. Like. Maybe he'd want to see your face. <laughs> you know, I say, I want to talk to you. You know, then the next question is say, Are you accountable? Are you submitted? I say, well, what kind of question is that? Which basically means what I'm going to tell you, you don't like to hear. Okay? He said, I'm wondering whether are you submitted? Then you know what my answer is? <laughs> you know what I tell him? The Lord knows. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good answer, right? <laughs> I like Peter, like that coward. Uh. You know, Lord. And then he go in gently, dissect me. My wife found that happy, laughing. Until, I also want to talk to you. <laughs> and then when she talked to me, I was so happy. I like, don't cry, don't cry. I also gonna. You know, but, but, but listen here, the whole motive behind the church is not to create a goofy culture. Leh. Some people have this weird idea huh, that we want to create a monastery that I'd want people to get married. You see how? I'm looking for y'all. Leh. Thank you. You're saying thank you. Thank you. You know, I'm, 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 I'm getting brother Harvey. We are working together, getting get camps. Eh. Go Australia, DCD. You want or not? <laughs> Everybody, yeah! You know, but, 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 but we are always going out there wanting your best interests. Eh. Hello? The very fact that I'm talking to you this way, I love every one of you. I stand before God. And there are times, okay, I'm fine with that. You agree to disagree, but admit that you're wrong. There are some things that I say that I'm not going to force it on you. But I'm going to say that it is. You know, there are some times that people want to persuade me. I say, please, don't persuade me. You don't have to do anything to persuade me. What does the Word of God say? I'm here to tell you what's right and what's wrong. And then, you know, we can be so deceived, like, you know, and, and, and you got to find yourself some godly friends. Eh. People who come to church may not be godly at all. Eh. They tell you advice that is not godly at all. That's what I realized. Eh. That's what's the most heartbreaking stuff that I ever heard. Eh. People tell you don't be holy when the scripture says be holy. got to be careful. Eh. You hear people, eh. even the one that you are dating or courting, you know what they are saying, their mouth, where their hands are going. 
If they cannot keep themselves to you and one day you are sick, he will find someone else to feel that urge if he doesn't know how to control his urge. I come after people. Some of you know. Stop touching my daughter, spiritual daughters. Your parents won't do anything. But I will do it. At the sake of losing you, sometimes I'll do it. It's not an easy, it's a lonely place to be. When all people will come and then the young people will influence young people. You know how young people will talk? They will influence pastors. Until they come and talk to me. Hey, actually pastor not so bad. He makes a lot of sense. Of course. If you come down and talk to me, I'll give you my reason behind everything. But then I also respect your choice because I don't want to create a monastery. Pastor, she cannot do In fact, I'm very flexible to certain things. If you just communicate with me, help me understand where you are going in the big picture and I'll give you my insights of it all. And then I'll also back up with your parents. I'll talk to your parents first. Parents, it's time for us to have meeting. Amen. And then we're going to sort things out a little bit. And then after that, don't worry, we're not going to sort you. Some people say, oh, pastor, talking to parents, the CEO, what do you mean? No, we want the best culture there is. We want that everybody live to the maximum, not living in regrets. If they do live in regrets, don't worry, there's enough grace and mercy here. Are you with me here again? As much as I talk about, you know, don't make bad decisions, but if you make that bad decision, there's still hope. The blood of Jesus Christ is powerful enough. Repent. Acknowledge that you have an issue. Acknowledge that you're struggling with, 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 with an appetite. You know, all of us got an appetite. Leh. Appetites are good. Leh. Because right now, you're thinking, Pastor, quickly preach, eh, finish, so that I go and eat lunch. I understand that, because I'm also hungry. Okay? I understand that. I didn't eat breakfast. Leh. I just only drink kopi. Leh. So, I want to finish the service as fast as I can, okay? But I want you to understand that, that, that when you have an appetite, you know, your appetite can become gluttony. Leh. That if you keep on eating uh, a lot, uh, your stomach expands. Then what is normal uh, is not normal. Leh. You think it's normal, but it's not normal. Leh. You see, everybody, that's why you put on so weight, much weight. Leh. So, you must tighten up the stomach a little bit. Leh. It's called fasting. Leh. Fasting is not just about eating. Fasting means sometimes I fast away from, from things that give me unhealthy appetite. Leh. Because gluttony is part of lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes. Are, are you with me here? So we all just want to tighten your stomach a little bit. Put rubber band in your spiritual appetite. Leh. You know, in America, we have a lot of friends, right? They have a hard time losing weight. No. You know what they do, right? They go surgery and put a rubber inside their Rubber band inside their stomach. Leh. Then after that, oh, I see them. Wow, you, wow, impressive, man. What happened to you, man? <laughs> they say, oh, rubber band inside. I wish I can rubber band your, your appetites. We all got all kinds of appetite. Appetite for attention. Appetite for sex. Appetite for love. Some of us, we have this idea that I have to have this in order to be safe. <laughs> no, you don't. You know, you, you, you got the time. You know what? Because I realized this, right? People with uncontrollable appetite, right? Scary. Let me give you an example. 
I've always often wondered why lovers of pleasure is sin. The Bible says lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Then I also think to myself, hey, lovers of pleasure, because every Saturday coming, I'm very happy one. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Every Saturday, oh, allow it, I can go out with my family, can go and eat, go and eat cafe, drink kopi, uh, flat white, uh, all kinds of stuff. Like. This is in context that if that becomes your obsession of life and you don't help someone who is in need and you fulfill the call of God in your life, that's dangerous. Good things can also be our idols. Our wife can also be our idol. Anything that is good. You know what I realized, Brother Sam? It's the good thing that become my Like good results can be my idol. They can, they can, they can alter my schedule. Putting God first. That is an idol. So everything that I do, I got to be careful. Lord, I don't want to this to become my idol. Eh? And then when I come into the presence, I, you know what I love about coming into the presence of God? I want you to hear carefully. Sometimes I cannot decide which one is my idol. Eh? Come on, say amen. Don't, don't act so holy. Eh? Sometimes I, I, I still love my wife, you know. I cannot, eh? But I always remember the story of the God that is called the Dagon God. Y'all remember the Philistine? They have a Dagon God, a fish God. <laughs> if I cannot decide, as long as I come into the presence of God, it's settled because Dagon will absolutely be go down. You're not happy. <laughs> come on, everybody say amen. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if I'm struggling with who's number one in my life, whether my children, whether my all these things, come to the house of the Lord. Come. Everything will be settled. Come on. Come and if I could put God first, the anointing will destroy every yoke. I'm going to be talking about that in the beginning of the year because I believe that God wants to anoint us. The right kind of anointing, not the cheap kind of anointing, but the right kind of anointing that will destroy yokes. That when you walk into the room, your careers, everything, you will destroy every yoke that, that the world tries to place on you, that you can have that anointing. Amen. That you can walk into the room and things happen just like you are. That's like what Jesus did. When Jesus walked into the room, demons cried out. Lord, help us. Amen. All the devils all run out. Because the greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world has arrived. I, I want us to walk under that kind of anointing. And, and again, I'm going to talk about this again. Number six, forget what lies behind. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Again, it's so important. You know, thank God for, 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 for good memories. Amen. Everybody say amen. But don't let your good memories become your tombstone. Or, uh, you know, again, you know, thank God for it. You know, thank God for the victory. Some people are still talking about how many years of victory. But is God doing something right now in your life? You can talk about, oh, last time I teach Bible study. What are you doing now? Don't let your monument become your tombstone. Amen. Let it propel you to the next wave. Everybody say, amen. I mean, then we also talk about our regrets. Don't keep on rehearsing it. Don't torture yourself. Last time, last time, last time, last time, last time. Keep on last time, last time, last time. He did this, he did that, that, that. Stop it. Change your playlist. Amen. 
Stop playing. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna hurt you down. I mean, people now to 2022 already. Eh? <laughs> Have you ever seen Rick Ashley lately? He put on weight. Eh? He's not the same person as you used to think he is. Eh? <laughs> Amen. Then they say that what? What? There was a boy band that came to Singapore. Is it F1? I don't know. Yeah, y'all know. I don't say. You know, all those old singers, they are not the same singers as they used to be. They are aging. Stop rehearsing your life over and over. Who did what wrong to you? Let it go. Let it go. Look at your neighbor and say, let it go. Uh, you know, you know one thing that I've noticed, if I keep on reminding my wife last time, huh? you also, you know when I lose argument, I say, you also, last time, 19... 99. Wow, I cannot let her go on there. I mean, if someone talked like that, last time, last time, last time, see there lah. You know what it is? It's manipulation. It's time for you to walk away from that relationship because you can't do anything much already. If someone keep on talking about last time, last time, last time, can't do anything already. They're trapping you. Manipulation. Let's move on. Gotta be careful. Amen. And then, number seven, turn regrets into thanksgiving. Amen. Instead of just looking at regrets, you just say, God, I thank you. There is power in the blood. I thank you for your great mercy. I thank you. Even though I was down, even though I, 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 I failed miserably, you are still with me. You never leave me. See the good things that you can come up with this and, and start singing thanksgiving. Oh, now I understand the goodness of God. Now I understand the mercies of God. Now I understand what the grace of God looks like. Because I sure don't deserve grace, but grace confound me. Amen. Amen. When I tie, I need mercy. Mercy came. Oh, remember the veil has torn, been torn. And mercy is, is, is reaching out to us. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise God. We need to turn it around. We need to turn regrets into thanksgiving. Number eight, get back up. No matter how much you have failed, God's word says that He has good things for us. Get back up into the fight. And you know now, I become a coach. I may not be in the battle, but I become a coach. And, and Sam is in the ring wrestling with the devil. I say, Sam, watch out for that, that undercut. Watch out for this, watch out for that. I will teach the next generation not to do the same things that I did. You hear me? You know what? I'm not, I'm not out of the game yet. I always tell the devil, I'm not out of the game yet. Yeah, you can. You know what? Maybe I lost this. Round. But someone will rise up and take my place. And then when the person rise up and take my place, here's what I'm going to be doing to them. I'm going to get, advise them what to do. I'm going to tell him. And I'm going to be a cheerleader for that next generation. Not to do this. You, you see what I'm saying? We can encourage the next generation. You know, I, I, you know, I, 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 I don't know whether, you know, someone ever wrote this book, say, you know, uh, Write a book called, you know, <laughs> I'm writing this book that, uh, if only I had known. <laughs> Amen. We will save a lot of people heartache. You know, that's why, you know, I, one of the joys and the benefits of being a pastor is like, oh, don't do this. Oh, don't talk like that. Oh, 
Okay, this is not what, this is negative demonstration. Therefore, I will not do it to my wife. Amen. We can start to invest in the next generation. We are not out of the game yet. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not out of the game. Get back up. And then number nine, live in the presence. Treasure hunt your problems. Come with all joy. When you face various temptations, come with all joy. James talks about it. Make the best of your situation. Amen. Live in the present and lay hold. Number 10, lay hold of the future. Amen. I'm going to, I'm going to raise up a generation, you know, that, that, that will know God. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to invest. Amen. Some of us have wealth because we are older, but that doesn't mean you're out of the game. We can invest in the next generation. Invest your time. Invest your wealth. Invest your... I don't know whether we can invest our health unless we give our kidneys. <laughs> you know, but again, you know what, folks? I want to invest in something that is good. Everybody say, oh, now is a good time to go put your money in fixed deposit. But what, for what? I'm going to die. And then I go zero again. True or not? I have never seen people surround themselves with money. One. Amen. But I've seen people that say, hey, I want you to go sponsor this person in his studies, sponsor the other person in the studies, sponsor this one, sponsor Bible school, sponsor this, sponsor that, sponsor to the next generation. Amen. Because you know what? I'm not out of the game yet. Listen, you're not out of the game yet. Everybody say Amen. Maybe you don't have that opportunity. That opportunity is lost. Like for instance, the loss of opportunity for me to study. Now you ask me, go study, cannot study already. I read, I sleep. Amen. Uh, just now I was looking at Brother Andrew. You know, he's getting older. He's he, he, he taking out his glasses and using his screwdriver. I say, welcome, welcome to OH. Hallelujah. You know, we are getting old, you know, and, 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 and our minds are not that sharp anymore. You, you ask me to write essay, I probably do chicken scratch. I, I, I can't even hold my signature well. So long, never use the pen. You know, and, and, and I'm not the place that I used to be. But you know what? I'm not going to stop the next generation from pursuing after what God has put in their hearts. I want to invest in them. That's one of the reasons why pastor invests in, in a lot of, 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 of high-tech stuff because I really want to get the younger generation involved. Yes, yes. That they can take this to the next generation. Amen. And the next generation, the IT generation. We can use IT. IT is just an instrument. But I want to equip the next generation ready, anointed, talented, skillful. That's what we're going to be talking about next year. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, are you with me here today? I say again, we don't need to let our regrets destroy us. Let's turn it around. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. I know that you know things, you made some mistake. Okay, let's not magnify your mistake. Let's magnify God. Because my God is a great turnaround God. Amen. My God is able to turn something bad into something beautiful. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You've got to get excited about this. Amen. But, but, but you know what? I made mistakes. You know what? <laughs> You're talking to God. God can speak nothing into this world and he speaks it and he creates it. Praise God. 
And I'm excited what God's going to do. But let's not live in regret. And for those kids, listen, I am not your enemy. I don't want you to live in regrets because all of us that live with regret will tell you one thing. It's a heavy burden to carry. All the adults say, Wow, look at that, so strong. (laughs) Need I say any more? I want you to have great kids. I want you to have anointed kids. I want you to have strong relationship with each other to put God first. Must put God first, eh? not the wife first. eh? Or your spouse first. If you don't put God first, then... I want you to be financially blessed. One person say amen. The rest will say, well, you're so blessed. Thank God for that. You know, I want you to have that flow, that, 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 that life. I'm not saying that life is easy. I'm saying it's difficult. But with God, my goodness, you're going to make it, man. Do I walk through the valley of shadow of death? I will feel no evil for your rod and your, uh, for your staff and your rod comfort me. I don't wish come next, uh, you know. Uh, uh, but it comforts me. It's a shadow. You know, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, shadow always looks bigger. The world will tell you this, your problem will tell you, you know what, you're going to lose, you're going to lose. Folks, listen very carefully. If you don't shut that door, something new is not going to come. You need to shut that door and repent and say, God, this is necessary ending. Only when that dies, something new, beautiful will come out. Everybody say, praise God, Lord. Are you all with me here again? Come on, you're sleeping. uh. Praise God. Why don't we stand to our feet? Amen. I I want us to do some spiritual praying right now. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor and look at them and say that God's word says all things will work together for good. Amen. Here's what I, I, I realized that I'm talking to a bunch of people that have their regrets. But we're going to settle it now. Come on, are you with me here today? We're going to settle our regrets. Amen. And I say here today, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus is powerful enough to cleanse us. Amen. I want you to close your eyes right now. I want you to lift up your hands all over this place. Father, right now, God, we want to give you our regrets. Come on, just give it, Lord. (laughs) Lord, I'm not proud of what I've done. Decisions that I've made. Disappointing my families around me, disappointing myself. Sometimes I resent myself. Sometimes I think that you've forgotten about me. Sometimes, God, my choices have alienated, God, me from your goodness and your mercy. But God, that's my opinion. Your word says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And Father, I just want to acknowledge, God, I've done some crazy stuff. Come on, just say it out to God. I've done some crazy stuff. I've done, spoken some crazy stuff. That I've even succumbed, God, through actions. Some of the crazy things that I've done. You know, God. 
I give it to you, Jesus. My broken life without you, God, not proud of it. But God, I give it to you and I'm asking you to forgive me. Come on, church, lift your voice right now. I'm asking you to forgive me, God. I'm asking you, Jesus, God, to let the blood of Jesus cleanse me. God, I decided, God, that I don't want to live a life of regrets. God, I'm reminded of this story, God. And God, it's not a parable because the name was mentioned. Lazarus, God, is a real deal. I don't want to be a rich fool, Father. But God, I want to be rich in your goodness. I want to be rich, God, in your mercy. I want to be rich, God, in the, in the things of God today. So I come before you, Jesus. God, I'm asking you to forgive me. Forgive me, Jesus. Cleanse me. Come on, church, let your voice out. Lord, I, I, I want to make some decisions. So God, right now, God, that will please you, Father. And first thing... Lord, I'm asking you to forgive me, God. I'm asking you, Jesus. And God, your word says, God, if we confess our sins, God is faithful. You are faithful and you are just to forgive us. Father, I, Lord, I receive your forgiveness right now. Come on, church, just lift your hands for a moment. I receive your, your forgiveness right now, Lord, in the areas of my parenting skills, in the areas of, 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 of my relationship, God, with you, my relationship with my wife. Lord, I, I, I receive it right now. I receive that love of Christ. I receive grace. I receive grace right now that will deny ungodliness, that will help me exercise myself to godliness, new strength, new energy. Come on, just let your voice out. That's, there is grace available today that you will renew my mind. The old has gone. Come on, bury the old man right now. Come on. You don't have to live with regrets. Come on, just push back. You know, I press forward to the high calling of Jesus Christ. Lord, whom the Son set free, I pray right now that you destroy every addiction. You will destroy, God, anything that is unlike you, God. And I just want, Lord, to see you high and lifted up. Lord, blessed are they that are pure in spirit, for they shall see you. So, Father, today, let our eyes be upon you today. Come on. Just let your voice out for a moment. God, there is enough grace. There is enough provision. Lord, there is, Lord, Lord, enough blood to cleanse us today. I receive it. Come on, church. Just for the next few moments, receive forgiveness. Receive forgiveness. Receive forgiveness. Come on, just let your tongue go for a moment. I receive it. Say it to God. I receive forgiveness. I receive forgiveness. Come on, I receive your forgiveness. I receive it right now. <laughs> Here comes a very important deal. Because you forgive me, who am I? Not to forgive me. Can we just tell God, God, right now, as you have forgiven me, if I receive your forgiveness, I forgive myself. Can you say that? Come on. Next moment, come on. The next few moments, I need you all to say, I forgive me. Only a few people are saying that. I, I, come on, let's, let's do it one more time. Say on three. One, two, three. I forgive me. Lord, I forgive me that I'm not going to punish me. 
I'm going to receive grace today. I'm going to receive your goodness today. I'm going to receive your mercy today. Oh, oh so let it flow, God, right now. I forgive me. I forgive me. I forgive me. I forgive all those bad choices. I forgive. Lord, my hypocrisy, I forgive me. Here's something I want you to do right now as you receive God's forgiveness. I'm going to silence the accuser of the bread and lift up your hands right now. Let's take authority as children of the Most High God. By the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, according to God's goodness, according to His name, the name that brings salvation. Lord, we destroy the evil one right now through the blood of the Lamb. In the name of Jesus, I'm asking you right now, Lord, that you will silence the enemy in Jesus' name. You silence him right now, that you will not play haunting memories to me, that you will give me a new work, a new thing will come. Lord, new victories will come to replace memories. Lord, that I will have no recollection of my past, but God, all I see is the present and your future. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on. Just pray right now in the Holy Ghost. Resist the devil right now as you submit to him. Resist the devil. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, let's clap our hands unto the Lord. And the scripture says this. Pastor did not say this. Now we need to walk in newness of life. It's not business as usual. It's a new playlist that you'll play around your minds. Playlist like, thank you, Jesus. The future looks bright. Amen. And I'm going to be okay. Me and Jesus and the church. Amen. If it's appropriate, why don't you just lay hands on your brothers and sisters next to you. Amen. Father, we are so grateful for the body of Christ. Amen. Father, right now, come on, everyone. We need each other. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the body. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, together we be the church. Together, the gates of hell should not prevail against the church. And Father, by the authority given to me as a man of God and by the authority given to me in the Word of God. God, I come against God any force of evil that's trying to disarm us, that's trying to cripple us, that's trying to paralyze us. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, you did not give us a spirit of fear, but you give us of love and power and a sound mind, Father. Teach us, oh God. Teach us, God. Lord, right now, to wage wars, to stand for our brothers, to stand for our sisters, to train and to equip, Father. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God, I ask God that you will bless them today. I ask God that you will protect them today. I ask God that you will surround them, God, with a hedge of protection upon their minds. And let them walk into that newness, God, of life. New anointing. New faith. New work, God, that they will be doing. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
Let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord. He is worthy to be praised.